0: Welcome to Entrepreneurship, I'm your host Ellie and I am here with Laura and we actually belong to the same women's empowerment group, that is how we met and today we're going to talk about her beautiful coaching business that helps female entrepreneurs specifically do better in business. So hi Laura, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me, how are you? Of course, I'm doing fine, how are you? Not bad, thanks. Yeah, it's sunny over here in the U.S. Where are you located in the U.K.?
1: So I am in south of um, England. Okay. So it's a little town called Bournemouth. And it's actually half past nine in the evening. So it's definitely not sunny.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, thank you for meeting with me so late in the day. I really do appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, let's just get started about like, who is Laura? what's your coaching business about? And then I have a few questions about female entrepreneurs in general, but I'll wait. I'll, I'll give you the floor
1: first. <laughs> totally, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. So my kind of business um, started and the reasons why I'm really wanted to help women is uh, because of my background. So um, I'm not actually from, uh, from England in the UK. Um, I'm actually born in a small country in um, East Europe. And I had a really bad background. Um, You know, I'd been homeless there. You know, I was kind of known as a stupid kid in school and kind of against the odds, I arrived in the UK with like 42 pounds, which is something like $50 in in, in my pocket. And I, I didn't really speak English very well. And um, I kind of wanted really to have a better life for myself. And after obviously years, you know, it's 16 years old old now, um, but the kind of desire to help women and empower them and help them in their business has been kind of my, my mission for a long time, because my kind of issue is that whatever, Whatever things have happened to you in the past, if you have had mistreatments or people have told you that you can't do anything or you have grown up with lots of mental blocks because people have constantly told you that you're not good enough, you won't be able to achieve, Mm -hmm. that's rubbish, you can. And that's kind of a mission to help female entrepreneurs with uh, their subconscious blocks so get out of their own way and get really confident in their business showing up in their business and in particular getting confident on video so they can actually connect with a target audience and you know create beautiful amazing dreams for themselves so that's kind of what my business is all about
0: and and the background, why I'm doing what I'm doing. Oh my gosh, I just got chills. Like, I love all of that because ah, women go through so much. There is so much pressure on us to be everything, to everybody. And then once, um, like you said, once you get this one type of narrative about who you are, it kind of sticks with you even if it wasn't your own narrative about yourself, maybe as a teacher or somebody that like, you really, really looked up to, they'll say something about you and it stays and it stays forever and until you unblock it. So getting help with this is definitely something that I have been preaching a lot in my shows about healing. Um, I talked to another person in our group, Nicolina, you know her. And um, are you still there? Are you frozen? Laura,
1: we're having some difficulties.
0: Let's see <laughs> yeah, I love recording and podcasting. You guys never know what's gonna happen. So I took a minute to myself, gather my thoughts, and as soon as I did, Laura came right back and we just started all over again. No, it's okay. It's fine. I was talking to myself for a short little moment, but it's okay. (laughs) you <laughs> can probably just cut it hopefully and oh it yeah no I can I can certainly cut it I'll probably you know put like my face when it went away um that would probably be it and, um but yeah so I was just saying that it's so useful that you have this business because most women start a business but have some sort of mental block and that is the reason why they can't succeed and that's the reason why they don't want to show up fully, like you said in their videos, why it's keeping them from creating content. It's gonna make them their dreams come true, things like that. So I wanted to ask you in your time working with women, what's like the, the biggest mental block for us and how do you help women overcome that? That sharing too many of your secrets because I know you know you gotta pay for a service, but I do wanna know like in general, what, what do you see the most? And like, what can we do about it? So the root
1: cause really that whatever um, the, my clients are going to see me with, it could be that they struggle with confidence or self-esteem or even anxieties, fears, yeah. imposter syndrome. If we really um, dig deep down, it always goes into the relationship that they have with themselves and the feeling that they're not good enough. Mm. So, and I wouldn't, I, I don't normally go there in a first session because that's huge. Yeah, that's so a women big thing to say like that. <laughs> Yeah, and so we kind of start with very gently and my mentor, my previous mentor always said, gut at the speed of the bread, not the knife. So I am the knife, Uh, my clients effectively is the bread (laughs) and I maybe know exactly what the root cause is and how to help them, but you have to go there with, with, you know, gently. And that's what I recommend everyone to do if they kind of starting out, um, you know, maybe um, trying to help themselves because there's loads of things that we can do So being gentle and, you know, kind of taking one step at a time. Um, So, you know, that's kind of the main, the real, real issue that no one wants to really kind of accept that the stuff, the baggage that they have picked up, and it's not their fault, that's another thing. It is not people's fault. Because when we are children, our brain is like a sponge. Whatever somebody says, it it just goes into the subconscious mind straight away and gets stuck. And the reason why it gets stuck there is that your brain just wants to protect you. So it's no one's fault, but there is a lot of things that people can do. And obviously, the quickest and best way to deal with that is just get help because if you get help somebody's able to support you through that journey Mm -hmm. um and you know how i how i explain it it's like if you have uh, a smartphone and ever so often it requires an update so your brain is a little bit like like your smartphone all that your support is doing like a coach or mentor or sometimes therapist um it's just updates your software Mm, that's
0: a wonderful metaphor that's huge um so i guess the thing is how do you know when you need this service because i think a lot of us feel like it's it's normal to be a little self-conscious or it's it's normal to have imposter syndrome. I know I've read that a lot of places that most people have imposter syndrome. So I wouldn't necessarily be like, okay, it's time to get a coach. Like, when when do you say, hey, I've I've reached a point where I am in need of further assistance? Yeah,
1: totally. I mean, when you have an imposter syndrome or fear, it's almost like you know when you when you have a car and you're driving and the the um, petrol tank is starting to get low mm-hmm. so just a warning signal comes on that oh you need to fill it up in you know 50 mi- miles or so time yeah. so you know it's um there are warning signals that your brain is giving you, and that's quite normal. You know, if you don't have any warning signals at all, you could just uh, walk on a motorway and not realize that the car is running. So all of these things are very important. So it's not like, even when when I coach my clients uh, or help my clients, we don't get rid of the fears completely because fears are necessary for your normal functioning. It's the same for a little bit of imposter syndrome. That's not, so, you know, as soon as you have something, it's not like you have to run in to okay. get some help. It's okay. like when you have, uh, I don't know, your one of your hairs fall, fall off, you don't run to the emergency
0: yeah yeah it's like okay this is this
1: is part of it yeah totally so it's completely normal you're a human being if you don't have these feelings that's when you need to start worrying about really but the point when you need or you really want to get some support is when it really plucks you Mm -hmm. when you know you know in your business you know what to do you maybe know the strategies or you know you know what you need to do but something you just know that something is really holding you back it's done and it doesn't have to be a huge thing oh i'm going to therapy or i'm going to the coaching or, oh i'm getting help i'm weak no absolutely not every successful coach that i know who becomes a very good uh in their business has a coach and a mentor it's quite normal so it's that, it's that real block when it's really blocking you taking this next step in your business. That's when you,
0: you know, it's a good idea
1: to, to just get. Um, to go ahead and get some help.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. So, okay. Um, I know for me personally, when I first started this journey, my, my hardest thing was being consistent. And then when I got consistent, it was um, being creative all the time. You know, sometimes I I felt like I had to every day create content, or every day I had to, you know, be beautiful with all the makeup and stuff like that on, things like that. Um, So now I'm kind of in a space where um, I'm not sure it might be here it probably is like I'm, I'm gonna be honest it's like um uh um I've always had an issue with charging people because I feel like what I do is just nice should just be given and um then the second thing would be is um showing up confidently a lot of times in the back of my head I'm freaking out like, I'm, I'm freaking out. Like, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know if I'm doing it right. Is my shirt okay? Is, can you, is my earring flips? Like, you know, random things that are constantly going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, on the front, I'm doing okay. But, like, in my head, I'm, I'm not okay. <laughs> oh. So, like, is, is that... What, what do you say for those moments? Because I'm able to push through, which I think a lot of women are. We have, mm-hmm. a like, completely learned how to push through a million moments but what is what is a better coping or like a better way to embrace this fear because I know that's what everybody says is embrace it say you're excited things like that but sometimes it still feels like fear it doesn't, it doesn't feel like yeah. excitement.
1: <laughs> yeah I mean totally so I, I posted actually a reel about this today Um, Because I saw a reel, uh, somebody else's reel that Mm -hmm. said, you know, uh, when you when you don't feel like showing up in your business, all you have to do is push through. And I agree with that to a point. Um, I mean, I agree with it completely. Yeah, sometimes you do. It's just this. You're a bit in your comfort zone and just need to take that leap of faith and just go for it. And sometimes that's all you do, all you need to do. And the more you do, um, the more you uh, gain confidence in, and because it's competency. It's like when you are learning to drive, you can't say that you're a confident driver because you haven't driven yet. Right. Right? right. So you get lessons and you start driving. And then the more you drive every single day, you get more confident, i.e. competent. Okay. And until you get, it's just so... Uh, unconscious that you're just you know cruising along yeah. and, and you listen <laughs> to the music and and you really you know you, you talk to your friend and you're not even thinking about it it's kind of that but in terms of the fear that people have mainly on on social media it's competence uh, plus subconscious alignment and that equals confidence so if you get that competence right but you still have this debilitating fear or these, these you know, chatter in your mind that, oh, am I good enough? And what will people think? And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. who my father, <laughs> yeah, yeah, am I doing it? <laughs> what if I say something wrong? All of these right. things, right? right. Then, then it's the time um, to do some subconscious work. And that's what, you know, sort of 70% of my time that I spend with my clients is doing them that work and i'm giving them various um, techniques how to get over that and i teach that those techniques for them so they can not only um, you know experience it but also then then learn it but some of the things that i can kind of throw out there straight away that hopefully help uh, maybe you and the others as well
0: yeah i'm sure you help all of it
1: (laughs) Things like, some people think that, oh, uh, do I have enough to say? Or or, what if I say things wrong? You know, things like that. But when you think about it, when you're speaking to your friend, let's say your friend lives in another country and you haven't spoken to them for a while. Let's say you hop on a Zoom and you just have a chat. You you are live, you're on camera, Mm-hmm. And you don't care what people, um, you know, what whether, you know, the you might, or, yeah, you know exactly.
0: if the background's fine, or that. You're yeah, just exactly. saying, got you. Yeah. So
1: it's not that you are shy on camera. It's just sometimes you have this mindset of, oh, I'm, I'm on camera. Oh.
0: Okay, so yeah.
1: one of the things that I kind of started doing is first, if I want to say something, um, I write things down that's how I first started on really being doing reels and short videos. I wrote things down that I wanted to say, because I'm a bit of a talker. So, you know, you narrow me down to 60 seconds is pretty difficult. Yeah. <laughs> now it's, you know, today I found out it's 90 seconds and I, and I had a great time. A <laughs> um, so, so what I did was I wrote things down exactly what I wanted to say. I copied and to a to um, a teleprompter app that's free and I just read it off the teleprompter and I sometimes had to do it a few times because I wanted it to to be a bit more authentic than just me reading but even the best speakers in the world they don't just go go to TED talk and just talk they practice it so again a lot of um, entrepreneurs or my clients certainly they think that Oh, video came out and video became popular. So all they have to do is just get on video and they have to be great and natural straight away. Yeah. But again, you know, you're not born to be great and natural of things. You learn everything. Right. Yeah. So that's the thing that they are so hard on themselves mm. and they don't realize it is actually a skill. You know, some people, um, you know, that skill comes quicker, like driving. You know, it took my mum. 10 years on and off to learn how to drive it took me a few weeks I,
0: mean, I still need help you know it
1: doesn't you know it doesn't mean <laughs> that we are you know we are rubbish you know she is rubbish and I'm great it's just we have different you know sort of skill set mm-hmm. but she's great she's created marathon running I could not run from here to a you know a lamppost right. so it's kind of understanding that Stop being so hard on yourself. It is yeah. a skill that you can absolutely learn. You're not, you're not crap on camera. You are just kind of having this mindset, oh, you have to be a different person. No, imagine as if you were chatting to your friend, like me and you just now. Yeah. You are natural. We're just having a natural conversation. Um, it's not about us. It's about the people that are listening. mm mm-hmm. And that's what you do on camera and on reels. It's not about you and how you look, how your hair is. And in fact, your viewers want to see the natural, um, you know, authentic person. and, And imagine that you're talking to a friend and think about serving and talking to your audience instead of how you look, because it's not about you at the end of the day. Yeah. It's about your clients and serving them and giving them the best of you. So these are the three things that I started. Yeah, I that. Write them down, put them on uh, teleprompter and read off there so you're not going off script and and you're not all faffing around. Imagine as if you're you know, talking to your friend and you know remember that it's not about you it's about your clients
0: thank you because I think a lot of us make it so much about us that we forget why we're why we're doing it and like you said sometimes it takes going back and telling your story about why you got started for you to go oh yeah I'm doing this because I used to be homeless so I'm trying to help somebody not be homeless like if you speak from that part of your heart you're super passionate you're you're ready to go you're like okay girl you gotta do one two and three like this is how you get focused and so I think um it's it's that it's that remembering that this is a service like you being an entrepreneur is serving a purpose instead of I'm trying to make money I think we we that kind of freaks us out. Like for me, I used to be really, really concerned about how many views I got. And it wasn't until I started going, okay, well, did you have a meaningful conversation that I kind of relaxed? Because before then I was like, well, okay, I'm, I'm not interesting enough or I don't, I don't have um, the words that people want to hear. But as soon as I was like, well, actually, this is a good conversation. So maybe people just haven't heard it yet but I can be confident and say, this was a good conversation. Um, So it's just flipping that, but like, thank you for putting it in that perspective of one, be kind to yourself, because I think we're really not kind to ourselves. I think we're very, very mean, Um, really. If we really said what we feel about ourselves out loud, I don't think we would ever say it honestly. And then writing it down, didn't even know there was a teleprompter app. Definitely gonna use that. It didn't even cross my mind. Um, But that's how I started when I did my podcast. I would write everything down. And then, like you said, practice. We don't talk about the work that all these people are doing before they actually hit record. We don't say how many times they rehearse this. We don't talk about, like, I mean, I know for me when I do a reel I have to do it like six times because either I almost remembered all the words or like forgot the words uh something fell in the background like it's it's never it's never a one-stop-shop thing and so we I think it's important to talk about that it's important to be like hey it's okay not to be perfect and that's the other thing it's okay not to be perfect like oh yeah there was a
1: there was a funny story about um not being perfect on on live my first coach she once did a live video mm-hmm. uh, to all of us in um in her car and um her she had just parked in a playground, her daughter was running around playing and she thought, well, whilst I'm waiting, I'm just doing a quick live um, to my group. Right. And through that live, her daughter opened the card door and said, mommy, I'm having so much fun. Can I go and have a wee in the bushes instead? And that was live and she was mortified. But what that showed, Firstly, so a funny normal. story. Right. <laughs> that she's normal. That she's a businesswoman who also mm-hmm. has a daughter, mm-hmm. and she probably get the most engagement out of that live simply oh. because she was a human. Yeah. I have been on live, and I had a board on on back of me, and I was you know writing things down, and then I turned to my audience, and it fell on my head right and you know i was i was like cracking a joke and i was like well that idea clear it was great one. <laughs> something like that and we were just carrying on and it was great because it created a fun fun atmosphere yeah, all me. of a sudden in the in the in you know in the crowd that i was i was kind of teaching and um you know that's what it's the that is the emotion that people truly remember. Mm-hmm. If you think about some of the best dead, um, dead Talks, for example, you don't necessarily remember the exact words that they used, but you remember how they made you feel. Yeah. Maybe sad. Maybe it was laughter. Maybe it was an amazing realization. That's what you remember, not the exact words. Yeah. So be human.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying, because I, now that you say that, I was like, I only, I've seen in like, a million TED Talks, but my favorite one was, um, I'm not sure if you guys have seen this, but she was a model, and she came on stage in her, like, model outfit, and then, um, and then she slowly, like, while she was talking, put on a blazer, changed her shoes, um, went from high heels to, like, regular heels, put her hair in a bun, and she was like, this is, I actually am and she was like uh and then she started talking about how women have to like kind of do two different things in order to be uh paid attention to sometimes you get a certain type of attention looking this way or you get it that way I remember that TED talk just because not a lot of women show people like the like the magic of getting dressed up <laughs> that makes sense and then like um, and then show themselves authentically because a lot of us do I mean the makeup the hair all of that is not like that's practice like that is not natural I do not ever wake up looking like this like i not even close so to watch her go back to like her natural state really stuck with me because it was like you can do that I still paid attention to her, her show. Like it had nothing to do with the fact that she had, you know, her hair down and a beautiful outfit. I liked what she was saying. So we do kind of, I mean, it's, it is the person behind the personality that draws people in. And yeah. that's what we have to remember. It's, it's hard because like, like we've been saying, there's so much going on in the world, and when, when we're hard on ourselves, it's hard to accept that we could be accepted by being us. So I guess it starts with within, and that's really what it sounds like.
1: Yeah, and the reason why uh, why we harden ourselves, that's the conditioning that we mm. brought up. You know, if you if you remember back, you know, maybe in your childhood or maybe you've seen somebody. Um, and, and again, parents don't do it consciously or they don't do it because, you know, they want to be mean, but it comes from generation to generation. Things like, uh, if somebody does a naughty thing, you say you're a naughty boy or you're a naughty girl. And that goes straight into, into your identity. You are a naughty person instead of what they really mean is you are, you done a yeah. naughty thing, a behavior which doesn't go that deep deep enough so we're constantly throughout our childhood we are told you a naughty girl or you're a naughty boy or if you if if you've been a good good girl you're gonna get a candy bar or something like that so we're constantly conditioned you know and you know don't wear this or don't wear that or or you will never get a boyfriend if you do this you know stuff like that we are grown up and you know your unconscious takes that all in it's like a sponge because you don't have when you're a child you don't have a filter everything goes in stays in and then we grow up we get more of that and that's when we learn to be really hard on ourselves Oh, i'm not good enough oh i did am oh i'm so stupid oh this and that you know we constantly Nobody heard it being hard on ourselves because mm-hmm. if you imagine if you would be like that to your best friend how long that friendship would last not very long <laughs> and yet we do that to ourselves 20 almost 24 7. Mm-hmm. unless we're sleeping we are probably thinking negative things about ourselves and that is the core thing, what I help my clients with to build that relationship up with themselves again, because this is their foundation. This is their foundation for them, their life and their business, because if they're wonky, so will be the business.
0: I know for me in my healing process, the biggest moment came for me when um, doing guided meditation. Oh, my computer died, y'all. This is the second time. So I tried to record it on my phone and she's asking me if I got it together. And I'm like, oh yeah, I got it together. I didn't record the audio. So I'm so sorry guys, but you are going to miss the rest of the episode. And just when it was about to get good. So what did I learn today? Today I learned to hit the freaking audio button on your record screen. Yes, I also learned that coaches do more than just talk at you. They help you heal and grow and mature so that your business isn't wonky. If you would like to find out more about Laura and her business, please check the link in the description below and follow her on Instagram. But thank you guys so much for watching this episode of Entrepreneurish. We'll be back again next week to discuss brand new topics and to possibly meet another entrepreneur. Have a great day. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, As always, you guys can find Entrepreneurish on Spotify or any of your other podcasting sites. What I did want to talk to you is about a very special thing that I just started, which is um, entrepreneurish support. You guys can support this podcast by going to the link below, and you can either support it um, monthly, or you can DM me on my Instagram or my Twitter. The links are also in this description, Um, and we can talk about ways that you can sponsor our show. And in doing so in that sponsorship, you guys will be allowing me to continue my, excuse me, journey and to really support other entrepreneurs. Every time I post, another entrepreneur is born and you could be a part of that. So definitely, if you enjoyed this show, share with a friend. And if you really, really enjoyed it and you want to be a part of changing other people's lives, go ahead and support Have a great day.